Self-awareness is key to achieving any goals for yourself, your team, or your business. We all have limiting beliefs that we've been programmed to believe are true. In fact, these beliefs are false, and if not properly managed, they will limit our ability to achieve success. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Why do people struggle to reach their goals? I want to bust the limiting beliefs that hold us back from being the person we want to be, doing the things we want to do, and achieving the results we want to have. If you stay tuned and keep watching, I'm going to share with you the strategies that I use to raise my awareness to the self-limiting habits and thought patterns that for years held me back. And I'm also going to share with you some of the ways I overcame some of them. As we dive in to the process of achieving any goals, I want to share with you the number one leadership skill I train all my clients on. I'm also going to highlight to you, for you the four faults and limiting beliefs that you and your team need to overcome to achieve any result you desire. Then I'm going to show you how to make progress on any goal, project, or task with a simple and repeatable framework that you can apply to anything you want, right? It doesn't matter whether it's professional or personal. Okay, let's start with the number one leadership skill all leaders at every level, I could care what level, every level every level need to develop. That's what I refer to as their awareness muscle. Before you as a leader can lead other people to end to achieve any kind of result, you must first learn to lead yourself. I mean, just think about that for a second. If you can't lead yourself, why is anybody gonna wanna follow you? All right, think about it, right? It's basic. Leaders who fail leading themselves you know what's going to happen? They eventually fail leading others. Somewhere along the line, they're going to lose their moral compass. They're going to burn out or they're going to alienate some important relationship. Learning to lead yourself starts by becoming more aware of your own actions through reflective thinking. I call this practice building your awareness muscle. See, the more you train your awareness muscle, the stronger you become and the more productive you and your team become. The way to build your awareness muscle is by becoming more conscious, right? becoming a more conscious observer. The best place to start is start by observing yourself. Are you showing up as the leader you aspire to be? Be honest, right? Are you, like, just think about it, are you bringing positive energy or are you constantly getting uh, annoyed and frustrated with other people? Do you take the time to help others understand something or do you judge them for, for not knowing? Do you articulate your thoughts in a way that inspires others to act or do you intimidate them just by the tone of your voice. See, self-awareness is the key to effective leadership, and effective leadership is the key to achieving any goal, whether that's for yourself, your team, or your business. If you asked anyone I ever coached or anyone who's ever participated in my leadership development programs, I'm confident they will all tell you how much work we put into building our awareness muscle. It's like a weightlifter who goes to the gym to build muscle. I believe leaders need to have daily quiet time to build their awareness muscle. 
time to refocus and redirect your energy on what's important and what isn't, to tune into and filter the daily external noise, as well as the noise in our own head, and to identify and eliminate the unnecessary why to create space for what really matters. As you build your awareness muscle, I also want to share with you four limiting beliefs that you and your team need to overcome to achieve the results you desire. See, we all have limiting beliefs that we've been programmed to believe are true, which are in fact false. If they're not carefully managed, they're gonna limit your ability to achieve success. And if we dissect some of the reasons why, despite best, our best intentions, we sometimes fall short of achieving our goals, we can attribute them to our habits, thought patterns, attitudes, and opinions that we carried around about ourselves, about other people, about situations or events we encounter, and about the opinions we have about the future. I'd like to uh, walk through each one of those and give you an example of a false limiting belief for each one of these categories. See, while there are, there are many, I wanna highlight the most common one that I hear most often, and I wanna offer some tools that you can recognize these false limiting beliefs faster for yourself so you can then redirect your energy to something more positive and productive. Okay, the number one limiting belief we have about ourselves is that we don't have enough time. I mean, think about that. Think about how many times you said that. Did you achieve your goal last week? Ah, ran out of time, right? <laughs> I mean, our attentions are not the problem. Most of us, I'm gonna go out and live here, most of us here have really good intentions. The challenge stems from the belief that we don't have enough time to act on the things we wanna accomplish. We say things like, ah, oh, that sounds like a good idea, but you know, I just don't have time to do that right now. Or I would like to get to that, right? You get excited, but I'm not sure if I have the time. I'm trying to raise kids, I'm trying to pay bills, I'm trying to help a relative, I'm trying to manage this project at work, right? You know, some, some similar time. If we're honest with each other, these are all false and limiting beliefs. The simple fact that, it's, it's a simple fact that we're all given the same 168 hours a week to work with. Time doesn't favor the rich or the poor, the young or the old. There's nothing you or I could do to get more, right? And there's nothing that someone else could do to slow time down. The simple fact is you can't manage time, right? Since we're all given the same amount of time to work with, the only difference between those people who are wildly successful and those who are not is they have learned to manage their focus more effectively. See, we convince ourselves that we don't have enough time, we don't have enough money, right? We don't have enough, all these things that we don't have enough time to money or do the things we want to do right here, right now. Our beliefs are, can be so limiting. I know mine were. Earlier in my career, I was so consumed by work I used to say things like, I'll schedule a vacation when I have more time. Right now, I'm just, I'm just too busy. Or I'll write that book that I want to always write when I retire. Or I'll pursue the career of my dreams after the kids graduate from college. Right now, I'm just too busy just and too tired. I'm just trying to make ends meet. I just, I just don't have enough time. Right? It wasn't until my first business I owned started to experience financial trouble that I realized that these were all just excuses. They weren't the truth. They were just excuses. I consider that experience one of God's greatest gifts. See, it forced me to prioritize my life and fast. I became motivated, not so much by fear, but more by a sense of urgency. I began searching for my true purpose and the courage to live it. And I wrote about this journey in my first book, There Must Be a Better Way. If you want a free copy, follow the link in the description. In the meantime, I wanna share with you the other three 
uh, limiting beliefs that uh, we all have. Do you want to know what they are? All right, let's go. Let's talk about that. Okay, the second limiting belief we have is usually around other people. The most common one I hear is someone else is to blame for my lack of success, right? Something someone did or didn't do is the reason for my, my lack of success. This is one of the, how should I say this, the most pervasive myths in our culture today. That someone somewhere somehow is responsible for our happiness. They're responsible for our continual success. They're responsible for our personal relationships and our career. And when life doesn't work the way we, we like, many of us have been conditioned to blame something outside of ourselves. We might blame our boss. We might blame a coworker. Sometimes we might even blame a client. And without realizing it, we might blame our parents. We might blame our friends. Or we might even blame our spouse. We might even blame the weather. Or we might even blame the economy. Basically, anything and anyone we can blame for not doing and or achieving what we desire. Seldom do we discover where the real problem lies. With ourselves, the person in the mirror. See, you are 100%, 100% responsible for the quality of your own life. I'm a big Jim Rohn fan. I followed him for years, and one of my favorite Jim Rohn quote of all time was, you cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. If you want to achieve success, you have to take 100% responsibility for everything you do, right? Every experience you have. That's including your level of achievements, the results you produce, the quality and interactions of your relationships, the state of your physical fitness, your feelings, everything. Some of the greatest setbacks are in fact some of your greatest blessings. Thinking someone else is to blame for your lack of success is a false limiting belief. The real truth is this, is that we are all 100% responsible for the quality of our own life. Okay, let's talk about the third limiting belief that we have, and that's usually centered around uh, events or situations in our daily lives. Many of us have been taught to believe that obstacles in our path are bad, right? In business, think about this for a second. We have competition. We have changing marketing conditions. We have clients who delays pro delay projects. We have limited resources, and we have a host of other, a ton of other pressures. The reality is there's always going to be a series of obstacles between where we are and where we want to be, right? Things are going to happen that we like. And things are going to happen that we don't like. It's called life. Both good and not so good experiences are learning opportunities, sometimes blessings in disguise. When things happen that you perceive as bad, your only job is to consciously recenter your thoughts and remind yourself that every day you are growing. You're growing physically, you're growing emotionally, you're growing spiritually. Remind yourself that consciously or unconsciously, you are forever giving everything meaning, but you have the power to attach the meaning that is most helpful. If you spend your time dwelling on the misfortunes of the previous day, you risk overlooking tremendous opportunities to learn and grow. Remind yourself you have the power of choice. We all do, right? Obstacles can stand in our way or they can drive us to find a better way. As you think about this, as you process this, you're, and you think about all the different obstacles that you've had in your life, right? I have to believe there's some... There's something that you've had that first thought on the surface might have been bad. Then you later discovered it actually led to something better. If so, do me a favor. Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear how people have overcome some major obstacles to achieve a result that they never expected in the first place. Okay, let's talk about the fourth limiting belief, right, that holds us back from achieving our goals. And after that, I'm going to share with you, show you how you can make progress on any goal, project, or task with a simple and repeatable framework that you can apply to anything, right? Anything you want to achieve, professionally or personally. I'm going to do that right after this, so hang tight. 
The fourth limiting belief we have is our opinion about the future. See, we've been taught to believe that we need to work harder, run faster, and do more, right? More, more, more. So that's the, that's the ticket to success. And the speed at which we all move these days is crazy, right? It almost gives like life this frantic quality. It creates this like anxious state of mind in all of us, and it keeps us from living in the moment. We all have schedule pressures. We all make commitments, right? We have technology advancements that are con convince us that the world is spinning faster and that as a result, we need to move faster. And this self-generated speed creates its own power and momentum. And, it, and it, without even realizing it, it propels us into accepting it to be the new normal. I got to tell you, right? That's a false belief, right? As business professionals, we think we can accomplish more by rushing through our day. We add more tasks to complete, right? Many of us have become so aggressive in how we manage our day. And in an effort to match this concept of what we think success is, we overfill our calendars, right? We have this attitude of whatever it takes to get a job done, right? Whatever we think we need to do. And then you know what happens? When life doesn't meet our expectations, we get mad. We get mad at ourselves and we get mad at other people. So the next time you find yourself with this feeling like I need to move faster, work harder, do more, you know what I want you to do? I want you to do the opposite. I want you to slow down. And I want you to spend your time and energy eliminating unnecessary activities so you can focus on what's truly important. You will become more efficient, accomplish more, and have a higher level of clarity and discipline that is both, both graceful and effortless if you spend your time doing less things. Right, so I would say, do, you, want, you want to accomplish more? Do less, right? I have a system that I use that I, I call the Power Week Power Life System that teaches people how to create a rhythm and routine to get things done more efficiently. Why? So they free up time for themselves without feeling like you have to move faster, work harder, and do more. Though I've, I've included a link for that in the description if you're also interested. Okay, we covered a lot, but we're not done yet. I have one more thing I want to share with you. I want to show you how you can make progress on any goal, project, or task which is a simple and repeatable framework that you can apply to anything. Before I do though, let's, let's just quickly recap some of the goodies I share. First, if you want a free copy of my first book, there must be a better way, follow the link in the description. I also included links to a free masterclass that's called Mindset Shift. And this is important because any, for you or maybe some of your team who, who's looking to get some more help, to gain some more courage, who's struggling with some self-doubt, wants to overcome that because that self-doubt is like holding them back from being the leader and the person they want to be, I encourage you to go get that free masterclass. Lastly, I want to share with you how to make meaningful progress on something important. There's a reason people struggle to achieve their goals. Most of the time, people waste precious energy on irrelevant tasks, tasks that I call minor things. You know what? There's a reason minor things are called minor things, right? If you don't get to them, their impact is minor. Here's some advice. Don't mistake activity for achievement. Being busy doesn't count as much as some, think, some people think it does. Some people are busy all day long. I see it, right? They're working on tasks. They're, they're working really hard, but the tasks they're working on have minimal impact. You know what the result is? Little progress gets made on the most important things, what I call the major things. Time is your most valuable asset. Asset, Don't waste it. If you want to learn how to make meaningful progress on something important, and maybe as, as little as 14 days, I encourage you to sign up for our next Move the Needle Challenge. And I'll personally help you move the needle on something important for yourself, your team, or your business. The link for that is also in the description.
If you want to make meaningful progress on something important, I invite you to join the Move the Needle Challenge. To learn more, follow the link in the description or visit movetheneedlechallenge.com. Again, movetheneedlechallenge.com. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.